0: Four one seven two six nine kids
1: I'm the son of a good man I'm the child of an angel I'm the brother of a wild one and I'm looking for direction News analysis and opinion it's the Elijah harsh show on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO oh. Well, yesterday in the state uh, legislative budget hearing, State Treasurer Vivek Malik got raked over the coals by Representative Scott Cupps for the stickers that showed up on these illegal gray games. Representative Cupps joins us now on the show. Representative, tell
0: us a little bit about what led
1: up to the hearing yesterday.
0: Um, So, you know, there's a lot of moving parts of what I've been dealing with, with the last couple of weeks, but... Um I am going to start from the very beginning. Um so a, a couple weeks ago I uh I was having a bad day. It was that it was the day that um we got some really bad weather. Uh, I, I call it the the localized blizzard uh, that we got uh, in southern Berry County. We got like eight inches of snow, but before that, we got some some ice and rain, and and we had had some electric fences get weighted down with with uh, ice, and and had cattle out, and ended up having a calf get trampled, and it was just a really bad start to the day and the day started about uh 3:30 that morning when I got the call that there were uh, a bunch of cattle out on the highway and so I um I was already having a uh, uh a pretty bad day by 6:15 uh, in the morning and went to uh Rapid Roberts which is a local convenience store there in town to to get a diet coke and uh and when I walked in I I looked at the to the back of the of the convenience store and they're uh just bigger than dallas on the on the torch illegal gambling machine kiosk was the state seal and um and i was like what in the world and so i went back and i looked and and there's this banner on the kiosk and it says uh state treasurer vivek malik and you know gives a, a link to the state uh treasurer's website with qr code and it says one billion dollars it could be yours and Fast forward. Um, I originally thought that um, that hey, I, I assumed that um, Torch Gaming may be just um putting this up there on on their own accord that they they they're like hey we're going to throw a link to the unclaimed property website with the state seal and the treasurer's name to claim that we're trying to help him out a little bit but really it's to to give the appearance that our machines are operated by uh the state of Missouri um and so i assumed that maybe n- they had done that on their own and that even the treasurer didn't know anything about it and so before um, I started making some calls last week. I spent uh, I spent last week driving around the state, making calls, trying to figure out, you know, how widespread this was, um, and and I I have some kind of weird friends in weird places all over the state. I have some good friends that deliver fuel or they're in that business. And so I, I c- contacted them and said, Hey, can you help me put a list together of some places, you know, where these machines are, where they actually have the kiosk. Um, and, and so I was driving around, um, you know, on, on my own dime, uh, looking for, uh, you know, just kind of taking pictures and talking to people and, um, in 18 places that i stopped um i, I stopped at more than 18 places but I, I kept a kind of a ledger where i actually would had talked to someone whether that be a store manager or a district manager uh a district manager a couple of locations because naturally when you have somebody walk into your location and start taking videos and pictures and you know clearly looks like they're trying to compile some kind of evidence uh th- these folks were were asking questions and so i, I got my into conversations um with with some of these people and in every single um case all of them told me like yes these machines are they're now operated by the state and i was like no they're not and they're like oh yeah yeah they are they're they're you know why why else would the state seal and state treasurer uh, um you know be be adorned all over the 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 payout kiosk and you know this, this it's it's run by the state now and then midway through the week last week all of the machines began receiving a an actual decal like a sticker that it was designed and made to mimic what the permit sticker in other states like in, where these machines are in other states um and they have to have a you know the the state gaming permit sticker, and so these stickers were designed and placed in the same location on the machines um as to mimic that they were operated and regulated by the state and so with all of that um i i I really was like if if torch is doing this on their own accord, like we have to use this to like nail them to the wall. Like this is, this is as bad and egregious as it, as it gets, because I, I honestly, I mean, come on, man. I, I, I sure didn't think that this was something that the state treasurer would ever, um, authorize. And so I, uh, I, this is, this is kind of where it gets wonky. I, I made some calls and I posted up for a, um, for an oversight hearing for the unclaimed property division because it, it was stated on the decals and on the banner that, um, you know, if you have unclaimed property to to scan this QR code. And so I, I posted up for a an oversight hearing for unclaimed property um, it, because I am chairman of uh, for appropriations for general administration, which, um, you know, it, the, the treasurer's office is under that purview. And so, um, I, I reached out to his office and said, Hey, we need to, we need some, we need to try to get some answers to some questions. Uh, essentially at first I was just trying to make sure that he didn't have any personal involvement that like, that's actually why I wanted to like get to the bottom of it. Cause I, I wanted to use it to say, Hey, this our our state logo and seal is being illicitly used to um to to give the appearance as if these illegal gaming machines are are operated by the state and um when I knew things were getting wonky is when um I, it was relayed to me that someone had tipped him off. Uh, about what the hearing was going to be about and he uh refused to come to my hearing <laughs> and and when you say he you mean the state treasurer the state treasurer yeah, yeah correct yeah yeah but the state treasurer himself um he he uh he sent me an email like late in the evening um that said uh well i can't come i got something else you know the old the old uh-oh hi I I got a previous engagement, can't come. Well, then I did a little reconnaissance and actually figured out that um, not only was he going to be at the Capitol that day, but he was going to be testifying uh, in another hearing. And so I went, To my committee at the scheduled time, and I brought the committee to order, and then I told them, like, hey, we're having some scheduling conflicts with the treasurer. He originally said that – or his office had said that they thought they were going to be able to come. Now we we haven't gotten any correspondence from him. We reached out to him, but I'm going to try to – I'm going to try to get to the bottom of this figure out when he can come. And so I went into recess. I said, this committee is going to be in recess because I'm going to try to figure out if he can come, um, you know, answer some questions for us today. And, you know, if if we need to come back um, after session, or if we need to come back at four o'clock this afternoon, whatever we need to do, I'm going to try to to work with his folks to make this happen. And so I, uh, you know, other people kind of find this part a, a, a little funny or a little hard to believe. I, I know you know me well enough to, to you probably don't think it's that odd for me, but I I went and found him and I I, I went to the other hearing and I I went and sat next to him and uh, and I waited for him to get done testifying on the the Chinese. Uh, he's got a, a bill for um, that he's really trying to get some you know positive press out of for uh divestion from from chinese interests and and um so he uh he was testifying on that bill and after he got done i i said hey uh you know i understand there's been s- s- some uh conflict uh, with with scheduling i said you just tell me when you can come meet and and he in so many words told me that uh he was not going to make himself available to my committee. Uh, he he said that uh, he was going to be in his office all day and that I was more than welcome to come visit with him one-on-one, but that he was not going to um, come and answer questions for the committee. And that's when uh, I was like, oh, well uh, – there there may be something bigger going on here than what i originally realized um and so i went back up to the hearing and and um i i brought the hearing back to order naturally after kind of telling all my committee folks that we were going back in and and uh and I just presented the facts that I had. Um, and, and, and with that, there were questions from my committee, uh, questions that the press uh, even had after the committee, like as to who all was involved in this, it, whether or not it was authorized by the treasurer. And, and, I mean, there were just a lot of un- unanswered questions. Um, fast forward a couple days. It, some of it did come out in the press. Uh, he issued me just this bogus nonsensical letter uh like three page letter talking about how it it was just this uh oh he's just trying to to do everything he can to to bring awareness to the unclaimed property program and and how he's just a good government guy trying to do good government stuff and and he'd be happy to come talk whenever and try to make it out like we didn't give him an opportunity to tell us or to, when he could come. So I told him right then. And, and I, I said, whenever you want to meet, you just tell me. Well, we'll make it happen because we have some – uh huge questions that we need to get answered and uh with that after they had a chance to kind of discuss it and discuss it with their team i'm assuming uh it was relayed to me that they would like to if they were going to make themselves available to the committee it would be tuesday morning at 8:15 which uh you know i did get um word from, uh, I did get word from a a contact of mine that part of the reason that they chose that time is because they knew it's filing day. You know, yesterday was filing day, and they knew that all the press was going to be down at the Secretary of State's office, and they also knew that the the committee as a whole, you know, a lot of folks would, uh, would, um, their families are in town, they've got plans for filing day, um, and so it, it might be a good day. Advantageous for them to do it uh, on filing day, you know, to try to to minimize who, how many members would actually show up to the committee and any sort of coverage about it. With that information, I I was able. um, I I, I do want to thank you know as when good government stuff gets done in a bipartisan manner, like even like very hardcore conservative guys like myself have to give credit where credit's due. I reached out to ranking member Nuremberg um, and, and told her like, Hey, I, I'm going to need your guys' help on this. This is bad stuff. They, they agreed. They'd been communicating with me and because she originally had said like, it may be hard for me to get a lot of my committee folks, my, you know, the, the, the Democrat members there um, be just because it is such a, a busy day. And so she agreed like, Hey, if, if you're willing like if you will make a deal that you are not going to accept like this fake nonsense rhetoric then i will make sure my committee members are there and that that um we're, we we just need answers like the the citizens of the state of Missouri conservative uh, democrat whatever it might be need some need some answers to how this could even come about and so um, she agreed to to make sure that her members were going to be there a, a, even though they they had plans and so i I made a commitment to to all of my committee members that we were we're going to get to the bottom of this and it, it wasn't even until uh, we got into the hearing um, that i that I realized exactly um <laughs> exactly exactly what all was going on um it, it, and and it's it, it's bad stuff like it's bad stuff um and i i know you uh you've probably seen some of the headlines as to uh what exactly uh you know where the it, it came out in the hearing that um that this original deal was made in uh in an airplane hangar with the lobbyists of uh with uh of torch gaming and that the, you know, all the lobbyists were there. And I think and, that's, let's, let's stop
1: right there and talk yeah, about that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's probably the
1: craziest part is because listen, setting the stage, these games are illegal everywhere <laughs> across the state. They're getting seized up in Platte County, up in Northern Missouri, They not only got seized and convicted, they went out and broke these machines with a, like ran over them in public and said, don't bring these machines back. And so when the treasurer says, I'm going to put these Missouri unclaimed property stickers on them, he's putting them on illegal games. And when you ask him, well, how did you decide to do this? He says, Oh, their lobbyist who's got a private plane. I'm going to go to his hangar and meet with them, and we're going to do a little back and forth deal where I get some support and they get our free advertising on their illegal games.
0: Uh, like you, y- you couldn't. Uh, so we, we were discussing it like it's like a scene from walker texas ranger like it, it, it almost felt like it was a simulation like like y- this is actually like you you are you are actually telling me this is how this went down i mean this isn't even speculation like you're telling me like hey i went to this private airplane hangar uh where the lobbyist of these illicit um Gambling, or the owner, the owner of the company of the illegal gaming machines, met with the the lobbyist of the illegal gaming machines, and we worked a deal to put the state seal um, and, and and use the state. Treasure moniker, um, and, and put one billion dollars, like uh, on all the stickers and the banner. It, it said it, real big, one billion dollars. You know, it could be yours. And um, it, you know, it, it, it is no secret. I, I, you've heard me say it. You've heard me say it before. speaker was like, "I was born in the pitch dark, in the pouring rain, but it was not last night. Like this." was 100% done with the intent to give the illusion that these machines, that these, these illegal gaming machines, are operated by the state of Missouri. The reason I know that is because at the 18 places that I was able to talk to someone, um, every single person that I was able to talk to Told me yes, these machines are every single one, not a singular one. Questioned it like that was actually concerning to me. Was not a single person that was involved in in the operation of the businesses where these were. They all told me, "Oh yeah, these are now operated by the state of Missouri," and I was like, "No, they're not." And and they they argued with me. They said, "Oh yeah, they are. They are." It's like and and the, and it was even those people. I mean, these are smart business owning individuals and and, the, and even they argued with me because they were like well if if they aren't operated by the state of Missouri now why in the world would the state allow their you know all their information to be displayed on the machines giving the illusion that they are operated by the state and you know that's what i fairly quickly would always tell well that's why i'm here that's what i'm trying to figure out and
1: And i think the most interesting part of this hearing two things happened dramatic yesterday first thing that happened was the within an hour after the hearing was over the treasurer came out and was like we are this was a mistake we're taking all these stickers off which obviously they they should do and and but it's it's frankly interesting that this happened the second thing that happened which i found crazy is that the state treasurer who was going to file for re-election yesterday on the first day of filing didn't file now yeah maybe he files today maybe he files tomorrow but the there's there's value in filing the first day because it's your chance to get first spot on the ballot he was so shook by the hearing he didn't even bother to show up and file for re-election and
0: so i i got i got very frank with him i i i you know i i had a little bit of an emotional um so because of an incident that i spoke about in the hearing of of a gentleman who who had played
1: well it looks like we lost scott cups but i i think the other thing is i was talking to the are you there Yeah, I, I, sorry, I, I we lost your sorry. sorry about that. I, d-
0: do I have you now? Yes, you <laughs> said the last thing I heard is you were talking to a gentleman. I was. I was talking to a gentleman who, um, who over the last couple of weeks, uh, I had with my own eyes witnessed. He, he put, uh, you know, many thousands of dollars into one of these machines, and and um, it was after a discussion with him that he informed me that he was. That uh, he was kind of in a, in a bad spot in his life. I won't go into all the details, but um, he uh, he was trying to win the billion dollars is what he told me, uh, because he was under the impression because he had walked in and seen and he, he had suffered from you know some some. Uh, gaming gambling uh, addiction tendencies in the past but he uh, because of kind of this this spot that he was in he he thought you know my life is to the point where it, I'm just in real bad shape but if I could just win that billion dollars it would change everything and uh, and that really got to me. Man, it it really, really got to me because it—that's it, it, all just fake, you know. It's it, 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 and it was designed in a way um, to trick people, uh, to deceive people, and do it in the, it, you know, under under the the brand of the state of Missouri, you know, re- literally. And so I, um, I have I, told other people as as bad government things go, like that's as bad as it gets. And, and so uh, towards the end of the hearing um because i had gotten somewhat emotional myself kind of talking through some of that um i I told him i i I said it's you have you have belittled the office of state treasurer um you've made a mockery of the office you know it's one of the high it's one of the highest offices um, in one of the best states in 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 all of the land, and you have made a mockery of it, and and you, you were presented with one of the the and uh, not only one of you were presented with the literal opportunity of a lifetime to be the state treasurer of the state of Missouri, and your legacy will go down as you know basically facilitating corruption. Period. Like that that will be your legacy and and I that got to him because you could tell in the hearing at the end of the hearing that he was like that that he was actually processing that for the first time and, and so it went from him being somewhat confrontational to him like actually processing the realization of what I was telling him that if you're gonna help facilitate this bad of stuff that that's what you're you know legacy even when presented with the one of the greatest opportunities that that anyone in the United States of America could ever be presented with that that's what you will be known for forever, um, and deserve to be known for. That's the biggest thing. Is like if you're going to do stuff like that, that's what you deserve to be known for. Like it, government will never get any better in, until we get to a point where we start willing to call a spade a spade. And so as I was talking through that, you could visibly see that he was starting to process that for the first time, um, and, and and that shook him up. I, I didn't realize that it would shake him up to the point that he wouldn't go file. Um, yesterday. I'm assuming he's probably still going to. You know, there's a lot of people involved in this equation where it's pretty advantageous for, you know, they need him to file. Yeah. Um, so, I'm sure his so consultants like,
1: need to get paid. But,
0: yeah, Representative yeah. Cups, really appreciate you uncovering
1: this uh, this corruption, exposing it yesterday. And uh, thanks for coming on and giving us the Cliff Notes version of what happened. Absolutely. Yeah. You have a great day, man. Take care. That was Rep- Representative Scott Cups. And I'm going to tell you this. Um, I talked to a reporter yesterday in, in Jeff City. He's a 20 year reporter, and he said, In my 20 years of covering committee hearings, I have never seen such an adversarial hearing take place in the Capitol. And this guy's seen everything. So kudos on Scott Cops for uncovering and exposing the tradition. We'll be right back. We'll quickly answer the question of the day. Don't forget, coming up, 505, Brother Noah, and 520, Joel Cannon on what the hell's happening in Washington.
0: No.